You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we talk about your game-related topics, and answer your game-related questions. And, unfortunately, on this episode, I am alone. <laughs> Where this past two episodes, I did have a good friend, my brother Tony, and a sister from another mister, a.k.a. Caroline. If you guys are listening to this, hi. No, I'm just kidding. Miss you guys, and hopefully, uh, you know, they will, they will come back in future episodes. But it's just me for this episode. And... Before I get into the topic, actually, for this episode that I want to talk about, uh, just a quick note, just in case if nobody didn't know, is that uh, September 17th is THQ's um, first ever digital event. Um, they're celebrating their 10th anniversary as a company, and they're going to throw a little digital party. And this event that they're hosting, you can watch it on, um, actually, I think it's going to be also hosted uh, by Jeff Keighley, and it's going to... It's, they're going to announce six brand new games that are long-awaited sequels, I do believe, um, they were saying, from legendary franchises, and also um, give an update on a couple of games that they have announced, just in case if you're not familiar with THQ Nordic, uh, THQ Nordic, they were uh, the ones that remastered, for example, Darksiders, uh, Darksiders 1 and 2, the Warmaster Edition, and then the Definitive Edition, which is Darksiders 2, and then Darksiders 3. They also released uh, remasters like Destroy Humans, uh, remake, the remake, which is an amazing remake. Oh my goodness, amazing, amazing. Um, and they even ported that to the Switch, which was really cool. Uh, SpongeBob, Battle for was SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, and then they also released, I do believe, um, how his name goes, is Kingdom of Avalar, the Re-Reckoning, or the Re-Reckoning of Kingdom of Avalar. It's, what I've told, a legendary classic RPG, amazing RPG, but they actually remastered it and also expected to get a brand new DLC, which is coming very, very soon, which is awesome, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. And with that being said, I want to sort of segue now into the topic with that point is that, you know, THQ Warnick, they, they remaster a lot of games and hopefully they announce some new ones. Um, but also, I feel like this is a great year of just remasters. I mean, the PlayStation event, we recently announced an Alan Wake remaster for the first time coming to PS, the PlayStation platform, and also other consoles. And, well, like Xbox and then PC. Uh, but yeah, Alan Wake remaster coming October 5th. Then it was also announced that Blood Rain, Blood Rain which was a classic... PlayStation 2, an original Xbox title, Part 1 and Part 2 are getting the remake treatment or remaster treatment, uh, which is gonna, which is called Blood Rain Revamped, which I guess is sort of a, you know, a, I don't know, a pun, I guess, because you're playing as a vampire in the game, so revamp, that, that's how they put it. Uh, 1 and 2 is coming. And then we also, well, I'm going to say that game for the, for the list that's coming up. But in other words, 
don't know, just just to name a couple. We had a few remasters that released this year. And it just got me thinking, like, why not, you know, I, I wanted to sort of share some of the remasters. You know, we're having more. That's that, There's so much that came out already. But we're having more that's going to release this later this year and has already released. And so this topic of this episode is I wanted to share some of the remasters slash remakes that are coming, but then also already released. And uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so how I'm going to break it down is that I guess I'm going to talk about the remakes or remasters that are already out. And then, you know, I will talk about the remasters that are coming last, so to speak. It's not a big list, but, um, but you know, because I, I guess I could be here for like, I could be here all day just naming remasters that I'm looking for that's coming and that I want, etc. But anyway, on to the list. So the first remaster that I want to talk about is... Stubbs the Zombie, Rebel Without a Pulse. Stubbs the Zombie is a third-person action game developed by Wyload Games and published by Aspire Media, the people that are actually are in charge of the full remake of Kultor that's coming, well, console uh, time exclusive for a PlayStation 5 and then later on um, the Series X and PC. And then it was released on October 18, 2005. And then what's really cool is that this game, it uses also the the Halo engine as well. And this game also back on the original Xbox. I'm not sure the remaster does now. Uh, but back on the original Xbox, it was two-player split-screen. And literally how the spectating was, how uh, even graphically-wise, there was a lot of similarities to the Halo. You know, it uses the Halo engine. Uh, but in other words, and stuff zombies, uh, the player plays as a zombie... And your primary goal is pretty much to kill humans and devour their brains. And eating their brains gives you a certain amount of, um, of lost health. Um, well, again, you know, you gain health from that. And what's really cool is also you could sort of like rip off your arm and like throw it at a human. Well, you could go into a spider mode, so to speak, with your hand. And you can run up to a human and then you could like go on top of their head and you could take control of that human. And what's really cool is that if a human, for example, let's say you took over a guard. And he has a firearm. You could shoot his weapon, and you know you could. So it has like some third-person shooter elements inside the game when you do that. When you take over a human, uh, when you, yeah, with your arm, and it's cool. You also have like fart bombs. You also have um, when you devour a human. Of course, they become a zombie. And I know this game sounds much dark um, than what it really is. What it really is. Oh my god, I can't talk. But what I like about Stub the Zombie, not besides me playing it since I was a kid, um, it's a game that doesn't take itself seriously. And, you know, it, it can't, at times it is graphic. I mean, you're eating a human's brain. I mean, you don't technically see the brain. To my memory, I know you, you see the zombie eating the head and, blood, you know, you see, like, blood, whatever, but you don't see, like, the gore, so to speak. And it's a game that it's, it's funny, that has, like, humor in it, and it doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, but if you're that sounds cool to you or interesting um, oh and it's also like cartoony too it's not like it doesn't go for realism at all so yeah it's very cartoony so if this is your kind of game i highly recommend stubs a zombie what's also really cool is that right now it's it's out it's out digitally for just 20 bucks and it's cool because the last time this game was 
on the original Xbox. Later, I do believe it came on PC. I think it probably got taken down, though, from PC, I think maybe 2007 or so. Uh, but it's really cool that, you know, now 2021, we, we have a remastered version. But it was announced that THQ Nordic is on October 26, 2021, they're going to release, uh, they're going to have a physical release where you could get it in your favorite retailers like Best Buy, GameStop. You could pick up a physical copy of it for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, etc. And I thought that was really cool. So if you don't care about physical release, like, you know, um, you could just buy now digitally. But if you're like me and you want to own a physical copy, then, you know, it's worth the wait, I guess, when you can wait October 26th. Right? And then the next game on this list that I want to talk about, a remaster, is Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. So for this game, it's... I, there's a lot of mixed feelings. There's a lot of mixed feelings for hardcore from hardcore fans, uh, you know, like me and etc. Because the product itself is it, it, a good product. It's it's it features the, the Master Collection comes with Ninja Gaiden One, Ninja Gaiden, um, well Ninja Gaiden Sigma, which is the remake that featured on the PS3, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two, and then Ninja Gaiden uh, Three Razor's Edge. Now, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Part 1 for the PlayStation 3 was a very good part. They redid the graphics. Um, there was a lot of content in there, like outfits, weapons, etc. Very good port. Very cool. Where there's a lot of... And you know me, I, I still I don't understand why they made this decision. And where there's a lot of backlash from the community that comes from is that Ninja Gaiden 2 Sigma... They featured a PS3, uh, the PS3 version that first came out, and not the Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 Plus version that was the PlayStation Vita. And the difference, a significant difference between both of these versions, and even the 360 version, to this day, the 360 version seem, uh, you know, is, is sort of looked as the superior version, the best version, which is the first one that came out. Very good, very solid. I said it was very uh, gory, very bloody. Um, and you know, fast paced action, a lot of enemies on screen. The Ninja Gaiden 2 Sigma, the PS3 version, which is included in this Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, uh, they decided to not only put less enemies in this um, on screen, um, so you know, you fight less opponents at a time, but also. They removed the blood of the game and they put purple mist instead. It's very weird. I don't know why they chose to do that. Because um, I do believe, for me playing it, I do. Yeah, you can still chop off limbs and stuff. Uh, but there's no. Yeah, there's no blood. It's just purple mist. So that. This was looked as a, a, a significant inferior port of the game. And then. Years, a couple of years later, when uh, the PlayStation Vita came out, or the PlayStation Vita version of Ninja Gaiden 2 Sigma Plus, not only was it was um, fans, you know, praised it because it's the first time that, or rather, no, actually the third time that Ninja Gaiden um, came to a portable device, um, but they not only included blood, and then they also included a whole bunch of features as well, where you get to play as Kasumi and other characters and stuff. 
Um, the Plus version had a lot of uh, content in it, and also a, a different modes as well. Uh, but they restored the blood and stuff. So fans, when this was announced, when this Master Collection was came out, there was a fan that asked, that, "Wait, is this going to include the PlayStation Three version of Sigma or the PlayStation Vita?" <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah, the developers, I give them credit; they weren't hiding it. They, they answered and said, "Oh yeah, we are including the original PlayStation Three version." You know, and yeah, it was a lot of backlash. A lot of people said, "All right, never mind. I'm not going to buy this game literally because of that." Because you're buying an inferior version of it. And I do understand that. Um, and, and matter of fact, me, I own this collection. I own it on the Nintendo Switch because I wanted to um, preserve it on the cartridge. And then also just, I like that. I could play it on the big screen and also play it on the go. I really love that. Because um, I did. I do have a PlayStation Vita and I did own the Gaiden Sigma 2. But I had the PlayStation Vita. But, I mean, I still have my Vita, but I had the game... For whatever reason, I was stupid back then. I traded in games, <laughs> and now like copy is worth, and I should have not done that. Uh, but in other words, I brought the Nintendo Switch version, physical copy. It's an Asian copy, but includes uh, Asia copy and includes the English voice acting, English, etc. So I brought that version instead, and it's sort of, you know, it, it sort of um, makes me feel like. I never lost the Vita version in a sense, or I have a better version just because the graphics are better and not only features this part two, but all three games, you know? So, but anyway, so that's the only thing. So, and then also it features Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, which is a much superior version than the original Ninja Gaiden 3, which was developed by an American studio when that first released on 316 PS3. Um, years later, um, a Japanese studio picked it up and um, remastered, you know, they pretty much remade the game literally to original uh, gameplay style and um, they added, because the one that, oh, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, the American the American team, the, the first Ninja Gaiden 3, their first version that released here in America, it was done by American Studio. They made the game bloody, but they made no dismemberment. There was absolutely no dismemberment, and they changed up the gameplay. There was only like one, maybe two nimples, which is uh, like powers that you have, um, ninja powers. And the the camera view was sort of over the shoulder instead of from a third-person view with fixed cameras, in a sense. That sort of uh, made hardcore fans turn away from the series altogether. But then years later... I forgot the year they released. It was featured on the Nintendo Wii U, Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, which they remade the game and they ported, um, they, they made it an original style. So it played like Ninja Gaiden 2 and Ninja Gaiden 1. They put lore, they put dismemberments, all that stuff. They added so much more weapons, more nimples. It should have been what the game first launched, you know? Uh, so in other words, this Ninja Gaiden Master Collection is... It features all those three versions. And, you know, to literally the only downside is collection, really, is that, yes, Ninja Gaiden 2, that version is what makes it a little bad. But if you don't care about, you know, the fact that the blood is purple instead of red, and it's, you know, it still features all the DLCs for both games, Ninja Gaiden 2 and Ninja Gaiden 3, except for, I do believe... 
one or uh, one or maybe two multiplayer modes. Some of the multiplayer modes, not all the multiplayer modes, um, are are absent in this version, but it's still good. And then you play the PlayStation uh, PlayStation Four and an Xbox One version. If you played them on the Series X or you played the PS Four version on the PS Five, you do have access to tap into um, higher frame rates. On the Xbox Series X, for example, on this game, you could the Master Collection. You could play all three games at 120 hertz, um, 4K visuals, um, HDR, etc. So it's really cool. It's it is a solid remaster. There's just some decision, and the PC port though is very bad. Oh my goodness! Um, a matter of fact, I do believe the only way to play the PC, if you were to buy the PC version, there's actually a little manual that um, a digital manual that that's in the that comes with the purchase that you have to read and it tells you the only way to play the game is if you play it with the controller you can't play that version with a mouse and keyboard you have to play with a controller and then you will have to go into the directory of the game and if you want to play in a higher resolution i guess you have to sort of like type it in and it's a really bad pc port in other words so if you <laughs> if this sounds interesting though if you lo- you're a fan of ninja gaiden like i am I recommend getting this on consoles, especially if you have a Series X and or a PS4. Um, they don't; it's only digital um, here in America, but you can import an Asia copy and you can play those games um, in English. And the only Asia copy that's available are PS4 and a Ninja. Uh, oh my God! I almost said Ninja Switch. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo Switch and PS4 are the only physical copies available or Asia copies. There is no currently no Xbox One Asia copy available, so that's another thing that sucks. But again, you want digital, and uh, I'm sure you can overlook this. So yeah, but I highly recommend that remastered collection. It is worth. All right, and the next game on this list that I want to talk about is Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. So this version. Is a complete remake <clears throat> of the Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown that released back in June fifth, two thousand and twelve, and this version released in June first, two thousand twenty one, this year, and is exclusively, exclusively, excuse me, on the PlayStation Four. And what's cool about this is, this version is that they did a complete graphical overhaul with updated. Um, graphics for the character models they um did a complete overhaul of the online systems they added brand new online fe- um, features and modes and then they also just uh, i do believe they also did a little revamping in terms of the fighting mechanics in the game and man, it looks gorgeous it looks graphically stunning and it's in graph like beautiful hd i do believe you can play in 4k and the best part is i mean it sucks that it's only on playstation xbox one players can't have it uh but if, you know playstation <laughs> if you're a playstation plus member i do believe you have free access to this game and yeah it's really good again up- updated graphical um, uh character models new arenas new modes if you're a virtual fighter fan this one is a must-have and it includes all the characters um from the series all in one package as well and it looks really, really good. And it's always fun. I always loved Virtual Fighter. I always loved, you know, 
people always say it's not the best fighting, but in my opinion, actually, it was one of my favorites. I, I really love the how you play. How how should I say? It's not exactly fast paced per se, uh, but the fighting enough feels fluent enough for me. And I, I always recommend this game. I always loved it since back on the PlayStation Two. Um, and it, it's it's a remake, and again, I highly recommend this as well. So now. I'm going to be talking about the games that are soon to come. And so my next game on this list, I'm going to be talking about, and one of them is sort of, it's already out and available digitally, is the Crisis Remastered Trilogy. Now, Crisis 1 Remastered is available now. You can download it onto your PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, and yeah, enjoy it, which that game is about, you play as a, pretty much basically a super soldier. You have a nano suit. Um which is amazing. You have like three, it specializes in three areas. Like the nano suit, you could go to cloak mode. So you could basically be like the predator. Um, has the ability to, you could harden your skin. It's called nano uh, shield, I do believe. So you could take more bullet damage. Even if like missiles were to get shot at you, you could sort of take the damage. You could still die, but um, you know, you could take more damage in other words. And then you also have super strength. And it's cool because this, this the first game, Crisis Remastered, you sort of have, um, what I love about it is that it it was ahead of its time. It released back for PC, um, for the PC, I think in 2000 and, uh, what was it, 2000 and, in 2007 uh, of November, there you go, 2007 is when it released, and what's so unique about this game was definitely ahead of its time, it was cool that you have it was player choice you can choose to play with a stealth uh, approach literally cloak and take out enemies one by one hide in the bushes um you also play in this massive well you play on this island in this korean island island somewhere in korea i think and yeah it's like a massive playground and you can literally choose what how you want to approach the objective what objective also do you want to approach first and then also um, just, you could, like I mentioned, full stealth, take out your enemies one by one, or with your super strength, you could literally, like, pick up barrels and stuff and, like, chuck them at enemies. You could even pick up an enemy, use them as a shield, and then throw them at other enemies, and, and, and yeah, and then also, you're like a tank, you know, with your super strength, it's, also, you could ride vehicles in there as well. You could, like, you know, uh, was it, drive, like, armor vehicles with, like, uh, turrets on there, and, uh, the destructible environment, and the storyline is very cool as well because you go in there and it was a simple hostage rescue situation. There's sort of these professors that they sort of are hostage and are somewhere in the island. You're trying to find them, and I'm not trying to spoil it too much. But later in the game, um, the enemy, which is uh, is like like a Korean army or whatever, they found this ancient technology. And they have, they took these hostages that are scientists, and they're trying to extract some data from this alien technology, and they're trying to weaponize it. Uh, long story short, something happens, and then all of a sudden, there's just the game completely changes. And I, I spoke about this game in previous uh, episode of True Gaming or episodes maybe, uh, but yeah, all of a sudden you go from fighting humans to fighting aliens, and it's really cool. And then. Crisis 2, which is obviously a sequel, um, you know, aliens are like now all over the planet. 
and you fight in New York, in New York City, and it's really cool. And what I love about Crisis 2 is that just graphically it pushes boundaries. That game graphically is stunning and it pushes boundaries. And also just the gameplay is pure fun as well. So the remaster uh, trilogy is going to release on October 15th of this year. Hopefully it doesn't delay because so far we had a lot of games this year, 2021, delay. Like for example, Dying Light 2, that's got delayed to February. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, God of War, it got delayed to 2022. And, um, well, Battlefield 2042 just actually was just announced that that got delayed too. So it's no longer coming out in October, but it's coming out in November, which ain't that bad. Just a month and, you know, do what they got to do to make it polished or whatever. But anyway, back to Crisis. And this Crisis trilogy, again, they're making PlayStation 4. Uh, it's actually, they're making this trilogy physical. On Nintendo Switch, which is amazing. And they actually have a digital founder who has sort of a, a preview uh, video on it. And graphically and performance-wise, it's a significant improvement to the 360 and PS3 versions that it received many years ago. But also, if you're playing this on the PlayStation 4 and an Xbox um, One, these versions are going to able through the... You know, through tapping into backwards compatibility, if you're playing on the next-gen console, you're able to play these games with a higher frame rate and also native 4K, 60 frames, etc., and other graphical enhancements and features for these games. So, which is really amazing. And I'm super excited for this game because I played it back on the 360 Crisis 2, Crisis 1, and even Crisis 3. And those games looked and... You know, back then, I didn't really care about perform. Well, for me, I, I still, I mean, I kind of, you know. Back then, I didn't really care about performance. And those games looked graphically stunning, uh, but the frame rate, you know, it was kind of bad. You know, it fluctuated, especially if it was a lot of stuff on screen. And in other words, it was amazing to have those games... Uh, that kind of caliber, so to speak, ported onto the 360 and PS3. But now, with the, our current generation of consoles, the ninth current, uh, generation of consoles, the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, and even Xbox One, I per se, the, this hardware hands down can handle that graphical fidelity at 4K, well, specifically the Series X and PS5. This level of hardware, they're like high-end gaming PCs, Hands down, we could experience Crisis 2 and Crisis you know, 3, even Crisis 1 at its full potential, you know, with any drawbacks, you know, with no drawbacks. And, you know, I, that's why I'm really excited. And we get to play this game, you know, experience this game, not only in terms of which already look outstanding, like if they just ported over how the 360 graphic, uh, graphics look and just pour over to this version and just, just bumped up the resolution to 1080p or even 4K, the game would look fantastic even still today. Um, but they actually released a before and after trailer, and oh my goodness, what an amazing difference. Um, and just to revisit these games again, it's gonna, it feels like, it will feel like a brand new game, and it's awesome. The only downside to this trilogy, at least to my knowledge, um, I do believe the multiplayer modes are going to be absent. So me, I really care about the story. I really do. 
But, you know, these games did feature multiplayer. And to me, how I feel like we're getting in somewhat a lesser version, a less complete version of these games. But for me, I only cared about the campaign anyway. Um, but that's that's one thing that I hope they, you know, they still got time. I hope they change their mind. Or maybe after launch, they can add the multiplayer. Um, I, I would really appreciate that. But in other words, the Crisis Remastered Trilogy, it's coming. Super duper excited. It's going to be amazing. Now moving on to the next remastered game. So, the next remastered game that I'm looking forward to that comes out on October 29th, this year, 2021, as long as I don't get delayed again, is Mario Party Superstars. Now, Mario Party Superstars, which was announced back in, I do believe in June of this year, Nintendo's Direct. Super Mario Party Superstars. Wait, is it Super Mario Party? No, Mario Party Superstars. <laughs> I just said the name and I forgot. Um, these, this is going to be, this is a complete remake of Mario Party 1, Mario Party 2, and Mario Party 3. Back from the Nintendo 64. Uh, those, those three are Nintendo 64 games. And, but they're, re- pretty much, they're remaking those three of those games and putting them into one. Even though there's only going to be featured 100 party games. In this version, and then there, there's only going to be five boards. So to me, that's a little disappointing. Uh, in my opinion, if they're remaking all three, they should just remake all the levels and just make it one big content-filled game. But whatever reason, they decide just to remake remake five levels, five of the best and favorited, you know, which is cool, I guess. Um, and then only a hundred mini games. Now I shouldn't say only. That's a lot, but. 100 of the best across all three of those games. Um, but to me, again, those are three games. Why not just remake them all, you know? Uh, but that's just my personal opinion. But either way, putting those opinions aside, I'm very, very excited. Uh, excited. Uh, you can look up gameplay footage of this right now, and you can see four people playing it, and it just looks like a fun time. It looks like a fun party game, and again, it's it's... You see the original identities from the, the the first three that started the whole franchise, and I'm really excited to to dive in. And it's an exciting remake. Um, I think honestly, this might be a day one purchase for me, just because I love, I love, I love, I love Mario Party. Um, I always love that franchise. Always makes me feel like a big kid, especially I have a couple of friends that come over and uh, and family members. You just play and just have a blessed time, you know. And it's really good. So I'm really excited. Uh, for this remake, and yeah, that's over, 29th, hope it comes here soon. And the next remaster that I'm looking forward to in this game is Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which releases October 5th of this year. And now this one, as well, I'm also really excited for, because it's, well, okay, so yeah, so what's exciting about this remake, it's a remake, And they're they're putting, and this is what I feel like, you know, Mario Party uh, Superstar should have done, is that they're putting together Monkey Ball Part One, uh, Super Monkey Ball Two, and Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, which released in the PS2 and uh, original Xbox, I think. And they're putting those three games literally together. And this game is going to feature over 300 levels, 300 levels. Which is the same, <laughs> you know, but it's all the levels from 
the previous games, they're remaking it and putting it into this one. And then I do believe they're only adding, sadly, 10 party games from those three and just putting 10 party games into this version. I'm a little sad about that, to be honest. I hope they add my favorites. Uh, like the one that you glide. Yeah, I think like you glide to a target or whatever. Like you're... Uh, well, just something like GTA did. Well, I mean, this originated it. <laughs> uh, but you have to like press A, you open the ball, and then you sort of glide, and then you have to land on the target or whatever. I love that minigame. Played that hours with my friends. Uh, when I was a kid, actually, really good. Uh, but what's really cool is that they're not only just remaking the entire thing and adding 300 levels, which is amazing, that alone in 10 party games, uh, or, or say, yeah, mini games, um, they're also adding a new fresh content. And what I mean by that, there's also adding new characters. And since this game is published, you know, it's a Sega property, they're also adding Sega DLC characters. Some that are going to be included in a game that you play, like you unlock literally just by playing the game. And there's some, if you so choose, you pay for it. So they already announced that Sonic and Knuckles... Uh, wait, Sonic and Tails, excuse me. Um, the I forgot the dude's name, but he's from Jet Set Radio. Which is, I was like, oh! When I saw the trailer, I was screaming. I was like, oh! And then they also shown off this cute cat. <laughs> From Persona 5. Uh, you know, fans of Persona 5, please forgive me. I forgot his name, but he's a cute cat. That he, they're going to be in the game as unlockable characters. But there's other characters that they have shown that they're going to be paid DLC. Uh, for, and it's funny because, for example, you could play as a Sega Dreamcast, I do believe. Um, and and a, another handheld console, I think a Giga. A, a, what was I say? I almost said I'm about to say Sega, but I said uh, Giga or something. Anyway, uh, uh, Sega handheld, which I think is the Game Gear. Um, that's gonna be, you know, you get to play as those consoles in the game, but they're paid DLCs, which is very, very strange, but fun to me. Uh, I don't like how they're introducing the paid DLC aspect because the game is not even out yet. Literally it comes out next month, and then they're already announcing paid DLC. So you know it's cool. Like Sega, they started off with like announcing those four characters I just mentioned in game. You you play by unlocking. You know you unlock. Excuse me by playing, and you know it was cool. But and then they already announced like, oh, but if you pay money, you can unlock these characters. I don't like that. You know so of course. But putting that aside, amazing remake. I love Super Monkey Ball. Big fan of it. I even brought the HD Banana Blitz one. I love it. So I'm really, really super duper excited for this remake. And I hope you are too. And literally, it's going to be a blessed time, especially me sitting and playing with my family and trying to go through those 300 levels together. And man, it's going to be awesome. So really excited for that. And then the next game on the list is Strife Veteran Edition. Strife veteran edition for the nintendo switch it's a complete remaster of the original game and this game actually it released back in 1996 and it uses the doom engine and what's really cool is that this is the original literally it's it's listed as the original fps slash rpg game and in this game you get to um well the story is that there's an evil presence that's implanted itself in the fabric of our world. Play the role of a spy, assassin, warrior, and thief 
as your lord into the darkness and most precious adventure of your life. You will have Blackbird on your side, a seductive underground agent that will provide you with clues and if you encounter progressively more sinister foes, be strong and trust no one. And it's it's really cool. There's a big arsenal, um, cool arsenal of weapons, just to say. Um, you shoot crossbows, flamethrowers, machine guns, etc. Um, I think you also even have powers in the game. And again, it's it's a RPG as well experience. Um, you get to choose your dialogue. And this game literally was ahead of its time. And it's really cool that Night Dive Studio, they're the ones that remastered this game. And right now, I, I do believe if you're if you want a physical edition of this, the only way to attain a physical edition of this game is through limited run games. And I do believe in October, the pre-order period will be over. But I do want to get my hands on this game, um, especially this started the FPS slash RPG experience. And when I say FPS slash RPG, the first game that comes to mind in terms of modern day, I think about is Borderlands, you know. And that's just one of, of many that this game literally has inspired. And it's just really cool. The history of this game is really cool. And it's it's really awesome. It's really awesome. So if you love games like, for example, Quake, uh, Doom, and, you know, the classic shooter, this game, hands down, gotta um, definitely got to pick it up. And as a matter of fact, there's also a trailer um, showing the difference in some of the, the, the gameplay overhauls that they did. Really cool stuff. Really, really cool trailer. So I recommend checking that out as well. Um, something they added and, and visual improvements and stuff. So definitely recommend the game. Now, the last game that I want to talk about or is being remastered was announced. And it's a little weird. I was hesitant to talk about this because this game was announced to release back in August of this year, 2021. But it has not. It has been delayed. And um, to my knowledge, they have not given uh, another release date for this game as of yet. I know they are, but to my knowledge right now, I it's like up in the air, so to speak. And that game is Toy Soldier HD, which is amazing. So Toy Soldier is a third-person action strategy game in which players command antique World War One Toy Soldiers. Fighting for combat, uh, fighting for control, excuse me, of a trench-filled, uh, the, the Roma, battlefields of Europe. The original classic has been overhauled with upgraded and new content skins. Um, excuse me, upgraded with new content, skins, gameplay, expanded game modes, improved controls, and graphical upgrades. We have also included all the original DLC and brand new levels, and this is on their website. That you could exactly what I just read, and that is really cool because Toy Soldiers, man, that was actually originally an Xbox 360 arcade game, and that game blew up in popularity, and man, just this actually, yeah. After that, they made a whole bunch of games. Uh, my personal favorite Toy Soldier game is uh, Toy Soldier Cold War. And what's really cool is that well, actually, me, I, I do like. The only strategy game that I really play is like Halo Wars, right? And I play Toy Soldier. What I love about Toy Soldier is it's a strategy game. You know, you command your troops, so, you know, where to fight and stuff like that. But what's what's also unique about the game specifically 
is that you can also take over a soldier and you play from a third-person perspective. So let's say you're commanding an anti-air turret, for example, or a cannon. Um, you could literally, from as a bird-eye view, you could take control of that and you can literally aim with the turret and stuff like that. And then you go back to the bird's-eye view and then you get to control another squad or whatever. And like literally, it's... it's, it's uh, the, the gameplay is like a nice hybrid between third-person shooter slash RTS. And that's what really drew me into the series. And also, just the fact that, come on, you're playing as toy soldiers. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's adorable. And I think there's even some maps where you, uh, or levels, I should say, where you're playing literally in a toy room. And it sort of reminds me of, like, Army Men. <laughs> but, you know, um, and I, I love that franchise, too, when I was a kid. Army Men, I, I loved it. Um, but, yeah, but my favorite was Toy Soldier... Um, Cold War, because literally there was, there's two, there's toys that are um, resemblance. Uh, they have a character like to Rambo, and then also Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, uh, Commando. So it's a really great game, really great franchise. I have not played the most latest installment, which I do believe is Toy Soldiers. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, Toy Soldiers War Chest, and that actually featured some guest characters as toys like uh like for example like gi joe they featured gi joe uh, oh my goodness gi <laughs> joe uh figures in there and then also some uh oh he-man is also in there i do believe and some other guest characters in there i have yet to play that one so i can't really say that's like my favorite or you know my least favorite per se uh, but that's something that i want to pick up and actually get into um but yeah so hands down this remake in other words I'm really looking forward to, and I highly recommend it. I highly recommend, uh, you know, if you can, because you can play it through backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. Um, and, yeah, so you could literally play like that, get a taste of it, or just wait until the re remake comes out whenever that releases. And in this episode, again, this was my list of games that are getting remastered slash remake. Um, that I'm really looking forward to that's coming out soon. And like I mentioned too in the beginning, like also Alan Wake, I'm really looking forward to that. I own it actually. I own the the game and the DLCs actually on the Xbox One, <clears throat> especially when I purchased uh, Quantum Break because I purchased that. Um, also included Alan Wake and all the DLCs in the digital code as well. And I also own it physically as well. So I'm a big fan of Alan Wake and it's good to play the remaster. I'm super excited for that as well. And, and yeah, so um, that, that that's pretty much it. That's my list of remastered games that you can look forward to that's coming out this year. Um, and also games that are already out now that you could just turn on your PS4, turn on your Xbox One and download and you get to enjoy. And just a quick recap, again, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown, that's only available on PS4 um, and you can play your PS5 as well um ninja gaiden master collection is out now um and the physical you can get physical copies of the Nintendo switch and uh ps4 if you uh purchase an asia copy which you could buy those on ebay and or go to playasia.com and uh, buy those there but you could buy them digitally and uh, you play them on the next gen um console you could experience high frame rates and higher graphical fidelity uh, Stubbs and Zombies is also out already now, or you can wait until the physical release copy uh, releases 
on October 26th. Like I mentioned, Stray Veteran Edition is out now digitally on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, the physical edition is through Limited Run Games. And on the website, it'll tell you when it releases. Uh, Crisis Remastered Trilogy is coming out on October 15th. Mario Party Superstars, October 29th, later this year, 2021. Um, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania uh, comes out October 5th of 2021. And it's Toy Soldiers HD to be announced. <clears throat> but that that's my uh, short and sweet list of remastered games coming out. And yeah, let me know. Is, is there any game that you like um, or that you're looking forward to that I have not mentioned on this list? Please, you know, you could... Uh, let me know in the comments or whatever you're listening to this podcast episode on. And or you could tweet at me, T- tweet at me and, you know, we could have a conversation and uh, etc. You know, so that's it for this episode of True Gaming, guys. Um, thank you so very much, listeners, for listening to me. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. Um, if you have any questions and or any topics that you want me to address here on the show, you can send an email at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Um, leave your right question at the subject bar and leave your name so I could probably address you here on the show. Um, also, you could contact me on Twitter at True Gaming. On Twitter, you could send your questions there or if you just want to say hi, you can say that as well. And also, um, yeah, hopefully, again, your question and or topic will be featured on the next episode. Uh, Chewy Gaming, there's still stuff to come as well. Um, I'm, there's, um, I'm working on possibly expanding, like I mentioned, I know I said it episodes ago, please forgive me, expanding on um, YouTube. I was thinking about doing YouTube episodes as well, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, to be honest, it's still a learning experience for me. And, and yeah, oh, and also, again, don't forget uh, THQ Nordic, digital first ever digital event. Is going to be featured on September 17th, which is tomorrow, as the time of this recording or podcast. <laughs> Today's the 16th. So tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. And yeah, hopefully they get to announce some either sequels from long awaited uh, games that they, they said there's going to be like some sequels and some announcements that are long awaited from legendary franchises that we hope to see. <clears throat> excuse me when we were kids so i can't wait to look forward to that definitely can't wait to tune in and matter of fact and next week's episode i'm actually gonna give my thoughts on the show tomorrow so definitely stay tuned to that all right so i love you guys god bless you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission Pew.